See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, we are back once again for Slow Robot Go Go, show 313. It's a palindrome, I think. I don't know. doesn't matter. Hey, my name's Mal, and this is the podcast dedicated to B through Z-grade movies. Mostly Z-grade and Kung Fu as of late. But what can I tell you? All right, we're going to start off, as we always do, with some movies I watched this week. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about a love and hate relationship that is well documented on this show, at least. Um, but I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, first, what was watched this week? Oh my gosh. Got a couple good ones and a couple, I don't know. Watched Pixels. Now, uh, I remembered seeing Pixels. This is an Adam Sandler movie. Um, I remembered watching it couple years like right when it came out you know it was kind of like it made a big buzz because it was kind of a big big budget movie especially for a Sandler movie um I because I love video games and I'm not as hard on uh uh, Sandler and and the the gang there as most critics are it wasn't a good movie um Parts of it were funny. I didn't, I didn't like actually hate this movie because I know this is one that draws ire from many because um, it, it felt it felt pretty long and you know there was some parts of it that you're like, what? I don't. Kevin James is a president. Or what are we doing here? I don't, you know. But but eh, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, you know, I don't know. There's some. Some stuff you just don't get, but that's all right. Uh, I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate it. You know, that's that's one. If you haven't seen it, I would suggest watching it. If you, if you like video games or if you like some of the early Sandler stuff, I mean, you know, I, I always feel bad totally trashing Sandler uh, because he's been doing this for so long and he has done some really incredible stuff. You know, some, I mean, not incredible like oh my god, he changed cinema, but funny stuff. You know, you think of some of the. Uh, some of the stuff he came out with right in the beginning, you know, we started make, cranking those movies out. I mean, there was some really funny stuff. Waterboy, uh, Happy Gilmore, one of my favorites. You, you know, I think it turned a little hard when when he got into Little Nicky, but um, you know, I this was this was an okay movie. And I watched Alien Covenant. I hadn't seen that one. Um. And I love alien movies. And this was one that I kind of like was like, oh, look, there's the Prometheus stuff a little bit. And there's some things. Well, not a little bit. And they tied it together. I don't know about... Now, I have the Aliens box set. And I love Aliens. I love the first two and a half alien movies. I still watch the other ones. Even the bad ones. I watch them because, I don't know, they're still... They kind of changed. The first one, the first Alien and Aliens were really, like, scary. Edge of your seat, turn off the lights, and watch Aliens. Or Alien. I don't know which one's better. I, I, I like them both, but for different reasons. You know, and you watch those, 
and you're like, oh my, you're like your skin crawls. You know, they were really suspenseful, awesome movies, and it got a little, I don't know, weird. Uh, the, the, it changed quite a bit from what the, what it started out as, you know. And then the next one I watched was what will be the topic of some conversation for this week before I go into some Kung Fu Theater rehash. Um, I watched Jackie Brown. That's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, I liked it. I liked it more this time watching it than before. But again, I'm going to reserve talking about that till till the actual segment. Uh, then I watched A Gamer's Life. Um, which was just like this doc, pointless. It was pointless and dumb. I, I mean, like he, the thing that's really big now, especially because a lot of these online streaming services. Like I don't have TV. Uh, I mean, I have a TV. I don't have cable. Is what I meant to say. So there's a lot of companies that are jumping on that. Hey, you don't want cable? Well, I'm just as good. Um, it's a good time to be alive. For people that don't have cable, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, but I have Amazon Prime, and I didn't get that for the streaming or the video services. I got that for I do a, quite a bit of shopping online, and it just is free shipping or whatever you know, whatever Amazon Prime gives you. And it also includes the streaming service. So you click around on there. There's lots of good movies. There's lots of old movies, old TV shows. And once it gets to know you and tries to take over your life, it's like, hey, look what I found for you. And I'm like, oh, great, thanks. And then, uh, then I also have um, Netflix. I have the discs and the streaming because I'm old. But so between those two, there is this huge, like, it's almost like the days of video stores. But instead of boxes of who cares, throw it up there. Now it's like documentaries. There are so many documentaries out there. And this is one of them. They know what's like a hot topic. Like they're like, oh, Video games are cool. Let's just keep cranking out video games, you know. And then they show some esports and it shows some other junk, and you're supposed to, and you're like, okay, whatever, you know. They they're very rarely good, but sometimes they are. Uh, then I watched uh, the story of the Wu Tang Clan. It's just the Wu W U. Uh, very good. Uh, of course, I love Wu Tang Clan. Um. They had a very interesting... The story of them is very interesting, and they're... I like what they've tried to do over the years, you know. It kind of... The whole thing kind of wrapped up uh, with the death of... Um, oh, come on. <sighs> Brain fart. Anyway, it, there was a definite stopping point when the reality of it is uh, they they are still going. They're still making, you know... Um, I like Man with the Iron Fists, <laughs> which is Riz's thing. I like a lot of Ghostface Killer stuff. But I think what Riza did in the beginning, like kind of getting people together that wouldn't normally come together, was quite admirable. Uh, you know, uh, instead of shooting each other, let's uh, let's make money. So good for you. Then I watched probably the most interesting thing on this list, thought-provoking anyway. And it was a movie, and it was, I've seen it around forever, and I just never clicked the button. And then finally, I was like, ah, yeah, you win. The People versus George Lucas. Now, this was intriguing, mostly because it really kind of went after the why don't you let your stuff alone thing, you know. Uh, a couple of months ago, maybe half a year ago now, gosh, I don't know, it's been forever. 
I found a, a VHS tape of the first run of the first Star Wars, and this was in mint condition, beautiful condition. I bought it, and uh, and uh, man, uh, 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 Dr. Morbius ripped it for me, so it had a digital, and I watched this one, and I watched it with no editing, and I watched it with no nothing, and I loved it, and I was like, oh my god, this is so much better. And you didn't realize how much it was being messed with and futzed with over over futzed with. It was tough to say over the months and years, and they kept re-releasing and re-releasing and re-releasing. You know, and they address that a lot. And they address: Does he have the right? Does he not have the right? You know. Now, I'm not hardcore uh, blaming George Lucas. He's kind of a dick on some of this stuff, like his points about how you shouldn't i mean when he came out and he was like oh if you colorize a movie that's like destroying it and then he comes out and says oh but i changed my stuff because i just feel like it you know it's kind of douchey you know and like the best thing that ever happened to star wars was when it was out of his control and it kind of became what it is now it really reinvigorated it really kind of took it the way modern society was hoping because those middle three Oh, you know, I can't say anything nice about them. I haven't watched them for quite some time. It is one of those things where I kind of think to do diligence, and if I, if I sit here and talk about it, then I should really rewatch them. Maybe they don't suck as bad as I think. Maybe they're way worse than I think. Because I came away from them not hating them, but going, eh, yuck. And that was the biggest thing. Like, the, the biggest thing of, of the whole... Star Wars when it when the next three came out you know the first three kind of was lightning in a bottle it was the perfect time the perfect story the perfect everything the whole world was Star Wars crazy you know and then and the middle ones came middle ones were just so long and then finally when they announced it I didn't really think there was a way that it could satisfy it was built up so much you know and then and it came out and everyone was like oh this sucks you know but Again, whatever. Now the new ones and the and the offshoots and then what Disney's doing with the property, I'm I'm actually very thankful for, because uh, it's just this the life that the stories that it's bringing, the life that it's bringing into this stuff. The, the you know it's really I'm really thankful for this r- this new wave of Star Wars. And uh, but whatever. So th- it was definitely a wonderful documentary. Um, it wasn't super slanted one way or the other. I mean, some of these documentaries have a real axe to grind, and you're like, oh, Christ, can you can you give it a break, you know? But uh, this one wasn't too bad, and there were some very poignant uh, topics brought up, both pro and anti, and it was kind of neat. It was kind of nice to sit back and think about some of this stuff, because we, we, modern-day uh, um, America, and I guess the world, paints with such a broad stroke. You go on the on the internet and it's just hate speech and just terrible, you know. So when you when you do sit back and listen to a pro and con arguments and kind of logical, some logical in, in, in invested in the discussion, it's kind of nice, you know. Uh, then I watched one called Gameplay, which was um, it was a video game uh, one. When it was this one was a little bit better because it was almost like just like chronicling the history, where we're at, some of the stuff of the industry, you know, and it's stuff I know. Because I actually do a lot of re- reading, and I'm, I'm I kind of really like digging into the history of pinball, the history of video games. I I actually read a lot of those books, and I watch a lot of those documentaries. So this one was pretty good, you know. Whatever. Uh, 
And then I watched a Case 39. This is the last one I'm going to talk about. This is Case 39, which was the uh, Renee Zellweger and some little stupid kid. Oh, I'm all spooky, you know. And it was uh, it was just like a modern stupid horror movie. I don't know. I, I don't know if I like Renee Zellweger. I think I used to, but I, I don't know. I don't know. This is a stupid movie. Uh, did have Al Pacino in it, which was <laughs> funny to see him. You knew he was gonna die because well, it's Al Pacino. So uh, uh, it was it was fun. That part was fun. I always liked seeing him on screen. But yeah, it was uh, great ass. No, he didn't say that. It was just like this weird kid demonic thing, and then it was like, oh, I'm so scary. I, I hate movies with little precocious kids in them and. I don't know. It's just kids... Whatever. It turned out to be a demon. Uh, spoiler alert. If you if you haven't seen Case 39, it's uh, it was nothing. All right. So, uh, yeah, should I do a trailer break? Nah, I'm going to just go into this because then we'll go into the uh, Kung Fu Theater re, 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 summer reruns. Um, now on to... I wanted to talk about the uh, Quentin Tarantino. Now, oftentimes on this show, I've talked about my love-hate of Tarantino. Now, I'm not sure where the hate comes from. Um, at some point, I was, I, because I was like a super fan, and then at some point I was like, my ass, you know. It was a little, little bit too much of a little bit too, and I think what happened was I heard, I started hearing more and more of his interviews. And then you're kind of like, ah, oh, shit, you know. And I guess, how, how could you not have that, that kind of an ego, you know, if you, if everyone's saying, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, you know, and you're like, eh, whatever. So, Whatever. I, th- I thought since I watched Jackie Brown, and I talked a little bit about uh, his his uh, filmography, I'm not going to go deep dive into this. Everyone knows the movies. Everyone, whatever. Uh, and I'm also not going to do some of the weird stuff. There's like little, you know, ER what TV show and uh, and um, you know CSI episodes. I don't give a shit about any of that. No one gives a shit about that. Um, I mean, somebody gives a shit about it, but I don't. I sure as hell don't. And I doubt anyone that listens to this podcast though either. I know my, I know my fans. You, you don't. I guarantee it. So the first one, I mean, obviously Reservoir Dogs was the one that was like, holy shit, this is this, that Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction changed more than a decade of filmmaking, for the worse, but not always. So you know. Of course, the story goes he wrote True True Romance, and with the money with that, he bankrolled Reservoir Dogs, and he stood firm until he was the director, and he directed Reservoir Dogs. Huge success. Everyone loved Reservoir Dogs. And that, Reservoir Dogs and then Pulp Fiction, which was, Pulp Fiction was huge. Holy shit. Pulp Fiction, when, when Pulp Fiction hit, it was amazing. And that was part of the 90s, if you're a younger person listening to this, first of all, thanks, I guess. Uh, second of all, if you weren't around in the 90s, those two movies hit, and then every screenplay going forward had to have tons and tons of pointless babbling dialogue with pointless, with people that would you'd never think would talk about such weird stuff, and then whoop, at the very end of the conversation, whoop, time to go back to what we're doing, or whoop, oh, what a surprise. And it was kind of neat, but it got really old really, really fast. And you're like, holy shit, would you just get to the point? You know, it was refreshing. Then it got stale really, really quick. You know, it's like one of those, not a pop band, but almost like like sometimes like something will hit and you're like, wow, that's really refreshing. And then everyone does and you're like, holy shit, go away. I just want to go away, you know. And that's kind of what happened with that one. And then he did 
a segment of four rooms, which I liked. The I liked four rooms quite a bit, but um, I don't know. It, I don't think that one was a super success. I, mean, I could be wrong, but I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. You know, I think Tim Roth is a funny guy. Then was Jackie Brown, and Jackie Brown did not have the commercial success of Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, that kind of thing. It had a, a killer cast. Wham, bam, pam. I mean, like, I thought Reservoir Dogs... Or, I mean, I'm sorry. I thought Jackie Brown was a really great movie. The first time I saw it, I kind of didn't think that way. I was kind of like, eh, whatever. But it had, you know, Pam Greer. It had Sam Jackson. Uh, Bridget Fonda, who was, uh, was, you know, Bridget Fonda. Michael Keaton was in it. Robert De Niro, who played, uh, he played a pretty big part in the movie, a a very major part, you know. Um, it, I like this one to me was kind of the, I think was the first one where people were like, eh, no, you know, because he was in, or he, you know, he did the screenplay from *Dust Till Dawn* and was in it, and I think, and like I said, so he hit in '92, '93, and then, uh. Jackie Brown was late 90s, so we'd had six or seven years of hearing Quentin Tarantino talk. And um, he was very, I don't say arrogant, I mean, he just, he is who he is, you know, I mean, people are who they are. Uh, passionate, but, mm, you know, then Jackie Brown hit and they were like, eh, okay. Then was Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2. That was in 2003-2004. Now, I was Kill Bill crazy. I will be on the first one to be on record. I love kung fu movies. I loved Kill Bill with all my heart. I know every single syllable that's uttered in Kill Bill. I know every song. I know everything. I even know the pauses that actors take. I've seen Kill Bill that many times, both one and two. And like most people, or unlike most people, I liked them both. Like some people say, I liked one, I hated two, I hated, I hated one, I liked two. I loved the whole thing. I was sad that I never got a chance to see the whole bloody affair, which was where they re-edited it down in one shot because they just did a theatrical release, which sucks for me, but oh well. I'm sure in some exorbitant Blu-ray box, that bullshit thing, I'll be paying hundreds of dollars and I'll finally get to see it. So Kill Bill, wow, he's back. This is awesome. This is, you know, really cool. Um, then uh, Grindhouse and Death Proof came out. And I didn't like those at all. I mean, and I love Kurt Russell. I just didn't like those movies, and I don't know what it what it was. And maybe, and part of it maybe, I was starting to sour a little bit. Um, one thing that happened with Kill Bill, and I, and I will talk about this. You know, the the homage thing. Everyone kind of jokes, oh, homages. I own hundreds and hundreds of of uh, uh, kung fu movies. That's not an exaggeration. I, I and I watch, and these are some of the dumbest, most obscure, whatever things. And like so, so, so very much of Kill Bill was pulled from some of them. Now I'm not talking about the sword God'll be cut scene with the Sunny Chiba, you know, from mainstream stuff. Some of the stuff that was homaged was from the most obscure, random things. And you're like, okay, was that a coincidence, or did he just kind of? put every Kung Fu movie in a blender and pour it out, and here it is. That's, I think, part of what my mental problem is. Because, again, I don't... I, don't, I try to watch the movies for, for what they are, you know. And I love Kill, Kill Bill. I still love Kill Bill. I still watch it to this day. 
Um, and then in Grindhouse and Death Proof, I was like, nah. And in Glorious Bastards, I skipped it. I watched the original one, um, but I did not watch it. Something tells me I probably should go back and watch it, but I didn't. And then, um, so that's what I mean. Like, I like I was so out of out of his out of like the disenfranchised with him or disenchanted with him. I just didn't even bother watching Glorious Bastards, which I'm sure is a good movie. I just didn't care anymore. You know, then the whole bloody affair came out. That was 2011. I was like, God damn it! Uh, of course, I wasn't at Man's Chinese Theater, wherever the hell they played it. So that pissed me off a little bit. But I assume that someday, I may, I'm still under the assumption that someday, I'm gonna see this thing. It's gonna be somewhere. I haven't actually searched out for rips of it or anything like that. But whatever. Django Unchained. That came out in 2012, and I guarantee I didn't see that till like 2016. Now I was in Korea at the time. But I also was like, eh, I don't need to hate white people more. I don't, I'm, I don't need the I hate whitey stuff. I don't, I don't, I, I've never owned a slave. My family never owned a slave. I don't, it's bull, to me, I mean, it's a thing, but I, I don't care. I, I, I haven't, I've never personally uh, gone one way or the other with that. So I was kind of not in the mood for the uh, I hate whitey stuff. But when I did watch it, I ended up enjoying it. It was a very good movie. It's just one that I was kind of like, eh, I wouldn't put it on my favorite list, you know. I watched Hateful Eight, and I loved Hateful Eight because I loved the, uh, I loved everything about it because it was the a genre I love. You know, I loved the Man with No Name trilogy. I love all that stuff. So when it came out, it was that slow. I saw the Roadshow edition with the intermission, and it was on actual film, and the theater I was in actually played it, and it was wonderful. I've heard some of the theaters when they played it had technical problems and and ran into stuff because people don't know how to run film anymore, and that sucks. But mine was fine, and I enjoyed every moment of it. I got the I got the soundtrack. I loved it. I mean, I love to this day. I that's, I really really enjoyed that movie. I didn't enjoy that uh, they accidentally destroyed an actual antique vintage uh, Martin guitar. When Kurt Russell grabs that out of her hand and smashes it, yeah, that was really a Martin guitar on loan from Martin's, um, from the Martin Guitar Museum. And it was like an 1800s one. That's really sad. And there's no one to blame for it. It just happened, but oh my god, that is very, very sad. And then, coming up is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the, uh, I think it's still it's right. It's still the uh, Charlie Manson story. I'm almost sure, unless it's changed. You know, rumor mills running wild on you, brother. And the uh, maybe Bert Ru- Bert Bert. I I heard a uh, Bert. The hell's his name? Bert and Lonnie, Lonnie Anderson and Bert Reynolds. Uh, Bert Reynolds is in it. I think, and uh, I think you know, there's a lot of big names that I really like. So I might see that. And I know they, they announced Kill Bill Volume 3. That's always on his filmography. And I'm like, I don't know. They definitely left it open for such a thing. But I don't... I mean, you know. There's... I doubt that would be a thing. I don't know. It's, it could be. I mean, it definitely could be. The, the daughter was is there. The... 
the daughter of uh, you know uh, Veronica Fox is there. So so there you have it. I mean, I don't really I don't know what my mental problem is with with Tarantino. I know a lot of people really really love his stuff, and I'm sure some people really don't. You know, uh, but overall, mostly very good stuff. And um, and if the stuff I don't like, I guess I'm just missing the point. But that's what movies are all about, isn't it? Sometimes a great movie is not loved, and sometimes a horrible movie is loved dearly, like my love affair with Death Race 2000, one of the greatest movies ever made. All right, that's going to be it for this week. I'm going to drop in uh, some more summer blockbuster reruns from the uh, Asian cult cinema back catalog. There's a ton of these things, so, um, I mean, I promise it's not going to be a year of this stuff, but, eh, you know. So here it is, without any further ado, here is some Kung Fu talk, most likely with me and Dr. Morbius. I will see you next week. Hope you've enjoyed the musings and talking about uh, movies and Tarantino. See you next week, everyone. Yep, and every time that happens, an angel gets its wings. Anyway, uh, so yes, here we are. Hi, wow, we, what, we're back we? after all these weeks. What are uh, we? <laughs> this is. I can't remember what show we did. Oh my so. god, this is crazy. This is the Kung Fu oh, Theater. Oh yeah, we actually watch a movie. Theater oh. of the Absurd. Yeah. My name's Mal. With me as always, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. And yes. Yes. Parts wow. Unknown. Did a did a quick uh, uh, reversal and changed my movie out this week. I'm yeah, glad I caught the, you. Uh, maybe for the better. I don't know. I liked the movie I um, watched last night. Yeah, I loved the movie we watched for this for this show. I thought, I thought the lead kung fu person was pretty funny. Man, and kung fu. Wow, there was yeah. a lot. This was our last show we did was was there wasn't enough kung fu, and there was only one <laughs> girl. Theater of the absurd. Yeah, that only that only knew there was only one person that kind of knew kung fu. Well, not kind of. That was disrespectful. She was good, but not like this one. This yeah. is uh, we are this week we're doing Lady World Whirlwind. You know, it, originally though, it was titled Deep Thrust. No lie. In nineteen, in the early seventies, it was because re- the movie Deep Throat had just come out. So AIP, whoever distributed, they're like, goes, "Hey, we can rip off porn." Hey, let's get them confused and call this movie Deep Thrust. So there's a really nice movie poster wow. for this, which costs like three hundred dollars on. Uh, oh my god, I eBay. bet maybe less, but with Angela Mao, you know, breaking yeah. through, and it's like Deep Thrust. So, so where, there you go. Where there was, uh, where, where last week's was just a smitten, a, a sprinkling of kung fu. This is kung fu at every turn, and lots of people getting the, their butts kicked. Yeah, and like uh, and wow. t- and innards taken out, and eye gougings. And there was a couple super kills that she did. I was like, yeah, go, man. Like that one where she stomped him down on the tree and killed him. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, it, yeah. there was a couple. The good guy, well, this is... And uh, as, as this, these are polar opposites. And what happened last week where there was zero plot, but kind of a plot, but not really... This has a lot of plot. Not, I mean... Did it? Yeah, because, like, well... It's just basically her avenging her sister and then him getting back at the... But him, 
but but then it would there was the whole thing where like he was uh, getting uh, beat up by the Japanese mob. There was a Japanese influence, and yeah. and, uh, and then she came to avenge her sister who committed suicide. But he had fallen in love after she took him. After the other girl took him in, and and fixed him. But then the lady was there to over control everything. It's not Lady Whirlwind, the other lady. Yeah, the, like, yeah, the Japanese it, gangster. But, boss. I, I mean, okay, it wasn't like the the deepest of plots, but there was quite a bit of like plot cul-de-sac that you went in and drove around a little bit and you're like oh well okay we're done here and you came uh, out yeah, you know. it, it, it was pretty revenge you know yeah. pretty pretty simple but as most of these movies are but um yeah this one was pretty this crazy one was kind of funny because she's just like angela mouse she's just like you know pissed off the whole time you know it was I like know. <laughs> I, i'm here to avenge my sister and i want to know where this guy is and it, it, I'm starting to see like certain like uh, archetypes, archetype or whatever tropes or whatever word in all these movies that they repeat a lot because there's so many of them, and they're kind of funny the way they handle them or whatever. It's kind oh. of interesting to see a woman being like a Clint Eastwood type. Oh yeah, and like she that. was yeah. rough. This lady was not having any shenanigans or shenanigans. But the one of the things that that is that this is something we were, I was gonna save it for the next show, but we can do it this show. Because of the occupation of Japan, whenever hmm. that was, there's a lot of hatred. Well, that Bruce Lee movie. No, uh, but I mean, so no dogs in Chinese. It doesn't take or, or or Japanese. You mean so yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, that doesn't take long for that to creep in. Usually they pepper in some I hate America too every now and then, but mostly it's because they know their markets. Mostly they're like. They are very disrespectful to Japanese and Japanese culture. They often mock it in the kung fu movies, um, and they did to this. They did a little bit to this, where in that he didn't even land a punch when she finally got a hold of the Japanese guy, and she just literally obliterated him, like you know. So that was, but they were like, "You Chinese dogs, or you Japanese yeah, yeah, dogs, yeah, and some yeah. of that." Like, so th- there's a lot of hatred there. There still is a not. You can't call it hatred now, but there's a lot of... Uh, they don't care now, for each other now, very much. Okay, you know. well, here's here's the question, though. This movie was dubbed into English. Mm-hmm. I mean, was this like... Uh, was was this like in the original... See, I don't know if this was in the original story or if the, the dubbing team just picked on... picked Because, you know, the Bruce Lee movie, I guess, was before this, and they just picked on that... Um, that that idea and just ran with it, you know. I mean, it, it's possible that it was that the that the opposing gang was Japanese, but I I don't. No, really they were. I could tell by their clothes. You can tell by the way they dress. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that I was thinking that it could be the right. way they dress, but I don't. Because I was. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I was wondering why there was when he first showed up. The other guys had. That the Chinese. Co- some people had the Chinese work clothing right. look, and the other one had the he had the hair bun well, that, on top. And he all was that. A, that was traditional samurai or or, yeah, or right. bushido. You're right. But he didn't have the swords, which I don't think they they just didn't have him carrying them then. You know. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right. So, but yeah, it, it's it's a very strange. I don't. It's. I've only done this a few times throughout watching all these, where I watch one in English and then I watch like a subtitled one. You did it with this movie? No, no, no. I, I said I've done it a few times throughout uh, throughout watching kung fu movies. Usually not. Usually I just watch whatever is available to me. Um, I know when I've had Japanese exchange students living with me and we watched Japanese uh, movies, they're like, that's not what they're saying. Like, w- like we've watched it with the English across the bottom, and they're like, that's not quite what they're saying. But they're say- but they always say kind of. They're not they're not totally rewri- rewriting them, but they're. 
some phrases aren't available. Well, that's you know, the same thing when I watch a, a dubbed Spanish movie. So you can, yeah, thing. you can say the same thing. It's they do the best they can with limited funds because a B movie kung fu movie is not going to get high production value as far as redubbing it with English. There, it's, well, no, no, no. But the, whoever the, the, the when, when the they read, when they redub it into English, there's still somebody has to write a script. Well, that's what I mean. Like whoever's doing that, and and God knows what they give them to work with, you know. And I mean, if they don't understand Chinese, I don't know how it worked, but God, I mean, I'm sure there's some plot. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to investigate this because I know somebody who knows about this. I, I wonder what they were, what they had to work with. Are they just watching the movie and just kind of getting a, a feel of the story and then just rewriting it, or are they giving, or some does somebody translate a they're, script? They're translating. I'm sure they're translating like. Shot for shot, yeah, they're, yeah, and they're just when they get so to lot, some kind of idiom that doesn't exist in Japan or China. Because a just, lot of them were dubbed in Hong Kong, so obviously yeah. they had the tra- they had the people there that tell the Americans exactly what to say. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's the other thing too. Right. The ones that were dubbed, like I'm not sure if this one this one was picked up by I this think AI, good. this one was picked up by American International or some or mm-hmm. some company like that here. So it was dubbed in America, but the majority of the ones that we watch or dubbed in Hong Kong, yeah. you can, and they're mostly like a, a Brits or uh, or Australians because you hear them say "I reckon" a lot and you know yeah. things that ah, I reckon you're coming to dress mess up my village. Yeah, you know? right. Oh. You're stu- uh, well, uh, fight uh, me then. <laughs> phrases that you weren't wouldn't wouldn't hear here, but I know the. I'm pretty yeah. sure this was dubbed in the U.S. Oh yeah, so. yeah. No, this is total. I could tell. Oh right, yeah, we both could tell. One of the things that uh, you know is neat about these, which makes them very easy to dub. Um, there is, there's, there's not much talking, you know, when we did, when we did the, uh, the Dub420 project, we had this, uh, public access show where we took old movies like this and all the, and we dropped all the sound out and redid it ourselves. When you get to those serials like Commando Cody or, or, or a Flash Gordon, those old ones, or like the Kung Fu movies, we did them a lot because in reality versus another movie, there's hardly anything to rewrite. It's right. it's a few couple flippant sentences, boom, fight scene, and you're not talking, you're not, you don't redub that, or unless you just do a couple swear words or whatever. So it's very limited. This one especially, you could tell there wasn't a whole lot of of transcribing. There was a lot of fight scene, a lot of always constant action. So you're like, well, not constant action, but they got into fights a lot in this movie, you know. So. It makes it easy for a transcriber because they're just like whatever, you know. But um, but getting back to what you said before, th- yeah, you, this is more of a straight on kung fu. Movie, what you're expecting, kung fu, you know, but, it's like but a boom. If, but if you want to see like trashy kung fu goofiness, <laughs> Kung Fu Girls is is your movie. Now, if you want to see a straight on martial arts movie, this one is a straight on. So oh, yeah. you, you take your pick, you pick your poison. Yeah. You know what I mean, I know. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. So anyway, let's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take a quick break and when we come back. We're gonna jump into the actual plot, and this one has one. So yay for all that. Unleashed to wreak vengeance on the evil ones who brought about his untimely death. Five years ago, Bruce Lee, king of kung fu and undisputed master of the martial arts, was buried, but not before making a deal with the black angel of death. Now, his tormented soul returns as Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Damn you! 
faces every contest. The fighters, the killers, the mobsters, the slime of the underworld, the bad and the beautiful. Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Mysteriously, through his immortal inner forces, Bruce Lee made a spiritual agreement with the invincible and unbeatable Black Angel of Death to free him from the torment and prison of his grave. Can Bruce Lee defeat the invincible and unbeatable, the Black Angel of Death? See if you dare. Natural action American movie starring Bruce Lee. The dragon never died. He was just waiting for the moment when he could return from the grave to seek revenge. Warning. Due to the constant action seen in this picture, the producer requests that persons under 17 be accompanied by an adult who fights back from the grave. I will never have sex with you, ever. If you were the last man on earth and I was the last woman on earth, and the future of the human race depends on our having sex simply for procreation, I still would not have sex with you. What's your point, Vanessa? All right, and that was, of course, Bruce Lee fights back from the grave, 1978. All right, wow. Now, on to Lady Whirlwind. Or Deep Thrust. Or Deep Thrust. Let's just call it Lady Rowan. The other one makes me feel funny in the pants. Uh, so, basically... <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, so, we have... Uh, we, we, for the very first scene, we see a girl walking through the woods, and she happens upon a kung fu fight, which is apt to happen in China, apparently, or Hong and Kong. And here, too. It and here, all yeah. the time around. Here. Kung fu fights breaking out everyone. Everyone was kung fu fighting. That's what I heard. Everybody was kung fu fighting, I mean. And then, but um, they weren't that fast. Yeah. No. So, it's just like a circle of guys beating up one guy. And they kind of, he gets away a little bit and runs to the beach, and then and he's like, oh, you Japanese gangs, if, if it was one-on-one, I'd beat you. And then they just take him out, and he lays there. And This guy plays dead a couple times in the movie. Yeah, I know. He, that's like his key defense is just, he's like, plays possum. Possum, He's like, yeah. oh, oh, I'm dead now. Ugh. But So he's laying there, and they like walk off laughing. Ha, 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 we're evil. And then the girl that was walking comes. They just show her like hap, like walk up to him, and that's the end of it. And then, then they kind of go to the to the Chinese, gr- like into the town. They're into the, they're, yeah, they're, they're gambling. They're gambling. They're in and, the uh, casino. And a different lady, Lady Whirlwind, shows up, and she just starts. This is a common trope too, where the the the, the Clint Eastwood esque stranger comes in and just keeps winning at gambling yeah. to shake up the Chinese Yakuza, or I don't know, what, or the triad, Chinese triad yeah, who's running the, the gaming, that to, to kind of get all the criminal criminal elements to come to her. So she she wins and wins and wins, and then they're like, you can't take that, and of course... They change the dice on her. And she still wins. Like and So they're like, huh? 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 And so then... Uh, so then she starts just beating everyone up in the middle of this casino or this gambling parlor. It was, it was a, it, is, is Sammo Hung in this scene or does he come later? No, it must be in this yeah, scene. He must have been the head gambling guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and she, like, takes everyone out. And 
And this is where you can see the extras or the, the gang that they got together. They're very accomplished martial artists, or at least uh, film film martial artists. Film martial artists. Uh, where they're very good at choreographs and the moves and stuff like that. And she is very good at whooping butt. So this is there's a lot of fighting, and it's pretty good. Sure. The, the, this one does have a lot of that really good chore- choreography and really good moves and stuff like that. So it's it's good, you know. So she whips everyone, and then and he says, "Oh, I'm here for whatever that guy's name is. I forget what it is, but they say it a tr- trillion times." Uh, uh, um, uh, I, I remember Miss Tian. She was Angela Ma was Miss Tian. Yep, and, and then uh, I forget what the guy's name was. I remember Miss Tian a lot in this movie. Miss Tian, and then the other one was Shay 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 is the girl. And then uh, I forget who cares. The, yeah, you know, the, dude. Uh, Possum. The, uh, Possum yeah. is the guy who's who's he. She's like saying, "Where is he?" And they're like, "Ha ha! He died three years ago." Which is where you go. Oh, this is three years later. But or something like that. Like they they just made a, a thing of time. They said three years, I think. So then they're like, "Oh, she he's dead." And the gang goes after her again because they t- she she took their money. Yeah, and she kicks her ass again. Yeah, she just beats them up, and they're like all over. And then. Then she leaves, and she's walking along, and she comes to this... She just happens upon this house where this guy's punching logs in half. And you're like, what? He has all those poles, and he's, like, karate chopping them into pieces. And you're like, okay. Um, and she's like, "I they told me you were dead, you dog. And then she starts punching him, and, and the girl comes out, and she's like, hey, 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 what are you doing here? Let's take it back a notch. This, this is my... I love him, you know? And he's she's like, oh, you didn't tell her about... You're about the my sister, my how sister. he left her when she was pregnant and blah blah blah. And then you come to find out at this point that in that scene in the beginning, she, the woman's walking through the woods and he's getting killed. She actually he didn't die. She brought him in and saved him and brought him back to life. Right. So Miss Tian, you know Angela Mao, finds him and she goes like, "Well, now I'm going to revenge my sister for what you did." Time he, to pay the piper, bro. And he's yeah. like, you know, please just give me one more day. Hey, it's like one more day. I've I've lived my life to avenge that. Ass the butt kicking I got. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And and uh, you know I really need to I need to beat them up. And as soon as I do that, you can come back and kill me. And you're like, okay, that's weird, but whatever. And then she's like, no, you can't. And then uh, oh, you know what though? Uh, before we go too far much further, eighteen minutes in, <laughs> and it wasn't like an indignant. It was just like a. Like, so, it, technically it was a hump. There was a lot of humps in this. There was a guy oh, humps. Okay. There was girl humps. Oh, it was okay. weird. Okay. I'd never seen the, the, the Chinese guy humps. But, yeah, there was some. Okay. Anyway, uh, back to the original programming. Now, so then, she's like, you, then she, like, that lady's like, okay, I'll come back and kill you tomorrow. Uh, you know, or, or when you're done killing that guy. Yeah. Um, because she, she needs some convincing, though, because she's like, well, what happens the if The girl he, convinces her. Yeah. Because she's like, what happens if he, if he kills you? Then I don't get to kill you. Like, yeah. everyone wants to kill this dude, except for that one girl, Shay Shay. Yeah. So, then Shay Shay says, please... No, first she hits her in the back of the head with a bucket when she's... Yeah, right, because she's getting ready to kill him. She's getting ready to beat his ass. <laughs> and she just... That's right. She knocks him out. And then, then he goes uh, to the town. Yeah. And then when... You know, and then, then, then like, he's... he's Yeah, that's right. Because she, she's also... The, the Shay Shay's like, you can't do this. I love you. What, why don't we just run away? And he's like, no, I have to face my yeah, fear. Right. I have to face my demons. And every man does mistakes and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So the two girls are there, and then he leaves. And he's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go take care of business and, before and I get killed." Miss Tian is like just unconscious there for a yeah. while, I guess. But then she gets up, and then she goes. When he goes in to fight the bad guys, the Japanese clan, she follows to make sure no one kills him, so she can kill him. It was it's, it's really yeah, it's, it's like, like a funny thing. It's like okay, a lot of guys hate this guy. A lot of people hate this guy. 
and they fight a little bit, but again, no resolution. Like they they fight, and then he doesn't win, but he doesn't lose. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're we're actually missing a scene too. Where remember the girl is standing is sitting there, Lady Rowan. After, and the one guy comes in and he's like, "Oh, you think you're so big?" And then the, that's when the Japanese. Uh, the samurai, the samurai yeah, comes right. in. He comes back in and, town. Yeah, he's, and they start fighting. And he can fly through the air. Oh, yeah. A little bit of mysticism here. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Uh, you know, so he's there. He kind of shows up, and he's like, you can't hit a woman like that. And he starts beating this guy up, and then the girl, like, 23 skidoos, and then the guy, then the two guys, and then the head guy comes on. He's like, oh, you, we're, we're all friends here. That's he's, cool. he's my friend. Don't beat him up. And he's like, oh, ho, 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 that was funny. So now they're all part of the gang. Now the gang has... Like the archetype samurai, like kind of shogun. Th- those are two different things. I understand that, but the samurai isn't doesn't have a sword, so it leads me to believe he's like a more of a shogun than a samurai. And at this at this point, did they show the Godfather lady, Miss Miss Lady yeah. Godfather? That they with all a big long cigarette yeah. holder and all that. After that, they all leave, and he's like, "This is my friend. I'm gonna take him to a to a brothel." And then the, then the 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 Lady Godfather's like. Uh huh. How about you? You're not going nowhere because that's like, that's her boy toy. Yeah. And she's like, how about if I? And she slaps him. I think doesn't she smack him? Yeah, she smacks him. Yeah. And there's whips in this. This is a very uh, violent Three Stooges esque uh, kung fu movie. You know. So, so, oh well, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll find out what happens. Oh my God, does Lady Rowan get her revenge? Yeah, and this goes into that weird. There's another weird part where he sees the old man in the woods and it's like... Oh, yeah. It was like, okay. oh, do you really need this? But yep, okay. Yep, you sure do. Got to get to 78 minutes or whatever. That's right. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> we'll be right back. Pretty as a kitten. Oh! Quick as a cat. More deadly than a tiger. Judy Lee, the female Bruce Lee, is the queen boxer. See the world's most dynamite new kung fu karate queen as she seeks bloody vengeance in an explosion of human flesh. All new, all action, all fighting Hellcat. The queen boxer takes the newest look at the oldest law. An eye for an eye. (laughs) Terry Levine presents an Aquarius Films release. The Queen Boxer in widescreen Panavision and color. Warning, due to the constant and violent action shown throughout this picture, those under 17 will not be admitted without parent. Rated R. Hello? With your new neighbors. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. All right. So, yeah, we we had an off-air discussion about the, the timing and stuff, and I think you're right about it, because these... Going see, scene for scene in, in most uh, kung fu movies is a little tough, because there's kind of stuff all over the place. They leave a lot of things laying around. Uh, so, yes, you're right. He goes in, he gets beat again, because he's obviously, like, not that awesome. He's good enough, but he's not as good as you he's know. Not as good as the Chinese, as the Japanese guy. Or Lady Whirlwind. No, nobody's as good as Lady Whirlwind. Yeah. Um, which that is awesome. Anyway, so she, so they beat him up again, 
and then they bury him up to his neck, right? Yeah, this they're going to bury okay. him alive. Is they're going to bury him alive? she's following. She knows what's going on. Cause, yeah, and at that point, she they whip the the girl because Shay Shay runs in going, don't yeah, kill yeah, my... Yeah, right, I love right. this guy. And they're like, we don't care. And they start whipping her and it's very weird. And they're like, after you beat him, the Japanese guy, he's just, you can have her. And you're like, oh, this is yeah. gross. Um... And then it's a movie. Yeah, I know. It is. That's a common trope. Make him more evil than evil, you know. So they take him and again this is one of those things where you're like, just kill him. What what's with the elaborate <laughs> you know, it, it, it's Austin Powers. Uh, what, what you're gonna like this is an elaborate dipping mechanism. Well you just kill him. I got a gun. But, but then anyway. again, you wouldn't have a story if you just killed him. Well I mean, you could you could have just killed him and then she came in. But Super anyway. revenge, yeah. But yeah. anyway, this is better. So, so he's like sitting there. It's it's more weird. it's more weird when you see him like lying there up there. Buried up to his neck and you're like, Well that would be terrible. Yeah, that'd be, it would be terrible. Yeah. And uh and then she comes walking in going like Hey, you crumb bums. How about you give me this guy? Because I said I wanted to kill him. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And she just starts laying waste to all of them. This including is the including the, the the Japanese guy, right? She mm. she Doesn't she waste him during this scene? No, no. I think he's still back there with the woman. And then when the when the head okay. guy comes back, going, she came back and killed her. Then they, then they run out. Okay. But this is where she does this righteous, like, she's kind of beating everyone up. And she takes this one guy and throws him into, like, the... The center of a of a clump tree of a tr- mm. you know a couple of trees coming out, and she comes down straight down on this guy and just crushes him and kills him like through the tree and you're like oh man it was pretty it was a really good kill. Uh, there's a few they don't overkill people but they they like each fight scene has one like super gruesome yeah, like yeah. eye rip or pulling out your intestines or whatever you know. Yeah yeah yeah. So then she saves him but he's like half. He's blinded, or he's and in bad crazy. shape. Crazy, yeah. He's like, she, oh, she, she leaves him in some at some temple or whatever. Yep. And she's gonna go back to get the girl, I guess. Yeah. He's something. like, cause he's like, he he sees like the woman, and he's like, Shay 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 Shay, and she's like, I'm hmm, I'm not Shay Shay, and I'm, slaps him, and then he's like, oh, we gotta save her. I that she's he she she helped me. She's the only thing that matters in life, kind of thing. And so he tries to walk and falls down, and she's like, okay, I'll go get her. One more day. Every, everything's... Just give us one more day. You know, you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, every day. Every day. One and, more. Come on, one more. You know? And like, she almost shows a little bit of sympathy, but not really. Yeah. Like, you keep waiting for her to, like, switch. She doesn't. She's yeah. like, hmm, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. So she she's yeah. like, okay, I'll go get her. You just lay here and be pathetic and play possum, and I'll go do all your work. Uh, so now that there's, like, a split in the, in the action here, because Lady Whirlwind's going to beat up everyone and take the girl back. He's fumbling around and happens upon a, a a Korean guy who's there to get medicines and mini- herbs. Yeah, in the meantime, she kicks everybody's ass, Lady Lady Whirlwind, yeah. including the Japanese guy and the Lady Godfather or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, no. she goes in there and just like whoops everyone, and then brings to Shin Shenshin or whatever to the. Uh, Back to the house. They go back says, to their house. I got to go get, you know, so-and-so. And she's like, Babe, don't kill him. She says, I must have my revenge, you <laughs> know? know. And that's where she kind of goes into this thing where, like, everyone makes mistakes. What are you so great about? What You know, yeah. haven't you ever done anything wrong, you jerk? And she's like, no. No, <laughs> no I'm I'm Queen Evil and shut up. And no, shut up. <laughs> I will kick your ass. That's all I know how to do. Yep, pretty much. And the then Lady, uh, Lady Whirlwind must be, like, kind of, like, ADD or something. She's really focused. focused. Oh, yeah. She's focused. She's One track mind or yep. kill. Kick yep. people's asses. Yep. And, uh, so yeah, so he goes and he sees as he's as he's he's wandering. She goes to look for him. She goes back to the temple to look for him and he's not there. She goes, huh, where, <laughs> where could he be? And he's like wandering. He's better now and he stumbles upon a priest who's been bitten by a snake or something. Yeah, this is weird. 
And he like goes and helps him and then brings him back to the temple. And the priest is like, well, you know, and, and to pay you back for all your help, I'm going to teach you the secrets of Tai Chi. Yeah. You know, in one day. This is like quick, uh, this is the Evelyn, this is montage. Evelyn Wood speed reading Tai Chi lesson or whatever, yeah. So he gives him this little book on Tai Chi and he's like doing Breaking Dude, the Rocks. He's like reading know? it in, in, all in one breath and I'm like, you read like an entire three years worth of material in like one sentence. There was It was a run-on sentence. That, it, it kung fu'd all of their run-on sentences to be king of the run-on sentence because he's like, you must breathe fast and when you breathe fast you must exhale and, and use that as your chi and then you will smash rocks and after rocks. And he goes going and going and going you're like, uh, can I digest that one part? Remember that first sentence? Let me digest on that just a minute. You know, I, and he's doing the rock breaking. And then there's that one thing that was pretty funny where the, the guy throws the big rock and he just boink, catches yeah. it with his oh, hand yeah. like that. Well, uh, suppo- there's, they're his try- hand they're trying to say he went into the rock with went his fingers. Yeah. yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that's one hell of a Tai Chi, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, while that's going on, uh, the, 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 what, uh, the other gang shows up, you know, with Samo, I guess, was yep. the lead of... Uh, and then they, he no, starts like, fighting everybody with his oh, newfound power. We knew you were hiding in here, you you dog and, and Chinese yeah, dog. Yeah, and then and then then they're like in this Tai Chi fight, and he that's where he starts really ripping guts. And God, yeah, yeah, that was good. He, he, yeah. he he's putting his fingers straight into people's stomachs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. violent. He he he's kind of another level at this point. He's going well, that's like when, when I saw Five Fingers of Death with the eye gouging and all that. Yeah. You know, that's not in all the movies. Yeah, that's in some of them. No, that's but, it's, but it was like, whoa, oh, okay, we got a little gore here. Okay, cool. Fun, funny fact: uh, when we did our black belt test, because we, we, I was in a pretty tough. Oh, did you take out somebody's intestines? No, but what, it was funny because you're supposed to like do five att- different attacks, each one getting kind of more serious like the first one like if people were coming at you like first one's just knock them away second one's kind of hit them third one's uh-huh. and, but you're making up your own moves my, my fifth one made it like one of the senior guys cringe because I, I basically I, I shot in and, and hit both biceps and I went straight into both eyes with like eagle claw one into each to, eye you're not supposed to do that are you well Fifth one. This is it, it's oh, on now. Like that's a freebie. Yeah. Well, fit, for me it was that's a freestyle. So like I, I like I hit the biceps. I cut the ears and I shot straight into both eyes. Like that. Like I didn't do it. Do it. But you make the movements. And then like so basically I popped their ears and then ripped both their eyes out and just pulled down and like just kicked straight through the stomach. They you did that in class. Yeah. Like as to, for my for for black belt graduation, you had to do to like another person. I didn't actually rip their eyes out, but like you make the oh. motions, like they come out. Oh, you, oh, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, did like, you really? I didn't think you were excited about that. Did you really hit them and like you know all s- that some stuff? of it? But I simulated the uh, ear popping, and like okay. they saw what I was doing because I went straight up and then like pulled down on the oh, on the okay. skull, and the, the guy was like, ah, <laughs> he just it got him. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that happened to me one time, and then I pulled the gun, and you know, yeah, and then you got shot, and I got gut shot, and I was like, wow, that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't really work. Helped. Point. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but anyway. <laughs> back to reality. Yeah, let's go back to reality. <laughs> That's what it or unreality. Yeah, Red Lady, we're all in reality. So anyway, they're fighting, and he's fighting against all these guys. And then, as he's doing everybody, the one, one, one of the dudes decides he's going to go kill the hey, master. Kills the, 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 the Tai Chi guy. And then, of course, he you know, gets like, mad. He gets <laughs> mad and rips his guts out. Yep. As it, as he classic. I mean, yeah. classic. And I was surprised because the guy after he killed the master put up some of a fight. A lot of times, like the guy that does something like that makes the hero snap and they do such a ferocity that it just kills them without they don't even they can't even get a shot off they're they're just murdered you know but this guy fought back a little bit then he killed him and then one guy ran away like they always there's always like the one guy running away to tell everyone 
And now and, we're like... And then she shows up again. She goes, ah, huh, I found you again. <laughs> yeah. Now I must kill you. Trying to duck. Wait, one, one more day. One more. Come on, one more dude. I got to finish. I got to get the other dude. He's still around. And she's just... Yeah. Ah, ah, and huh, Shay okay. Shay has been whittling away at her at every turn. Which, she of course, she would. save him at every... Yeah, she, she's like, come on. We really love each other. He's a changed man. And at every turn... His girlfriend is really like, don't kill him, come on. And you keep waiting for her to turn. But she doesn't, you know. And then, now it's finally like, that, it's through, e- through everything, and now it's on. You know, the Japanese guy. He goes up to him and he goes, I, I, I'm here to kick your ass. He goes, he goes alright, I'll fight you, but we not here. Yeah. So they go to the to the sea, to the yeah. beach or wherever. Always on the beach, yeah, there's the sand. So, like, they have a big battle royale there, and they're all kicking their butts, and he's flying through the air and doing yeah. all this stuff. And that's when he pulls, like, the eye gouge. I thought he popped his eyes out. Yeah, he did. Or, like, no, he didn't. Oh, no, because, because he could still, yeah, he, he, still he, see he, them like, eventually. his eyes or whatever. Because the other guy was actually getting, you know, the best of him or whatever. So the other guy's like, oh, you know, like, all, like, you can't even see uh, our hero. He's punching in the air. And blah blah. So our hero finally does the gut, the gut deal, and he's yeah. like, you know, and he rips, rips it out. He, he, so he dies, and the she's end. like, and she's like, no, now we kill, now we fight. <laughs> and then she jumps in and starts fighting. But then, like, I don't even remember what she no. says at the end. No, no, she, no, no, no. And here's what happened: she starts fighting him, and as she's fighting him, she's getting ready to kick his ass. And all of a sudden, oof. like Shay Shay shows up, yeah. and she ends up punching Shay Shay. And I was like, <gasps> she goes, oh no. Because she's like, oh, my back. And then she's like, well, you can... She goes, she goes, she goes Miss Tian, stop already. You know, stop. Can you please, like, leave him alone? You know, you've been through all this and this. He's like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah she's like, well, heal her and see you later. Yeah, Miss see you later. So finally, like, Shay Shay got to her. Yeah, and she finally said, end. okay, fine, whatever. And then there's a nice little shot of the two loving couple there. Yeah. So the, the Miss Tian character is really odd, though. Very, yeah. very odd. You I know? liked her. I liked she her. She was good, uh, though. She was, she's good. But Lady Rowan is character. a tough, tough girl. There was another one of these, I think, but with a different actor. I think Polly yeah. Kwan played. There's another <laughs> one which I was trying to find called Lady Worldwind and the Something Rangers or whatever. I was looking for it, but they nice. didn't have it on YouTube, so it's going to be mm. tough to find. And I'm noticing, I'm going through YouTube looking for movies. There's a lot of uh, Kung Fu movies on YouTube, but there's a lot of them that are in Dele- Chinese. Well, there's also a lot of deleted video. Yeah, there's, there's a lot pe- of Chinese. There's people after these that trying to protect them, to keep them protected, which is like, okay, whatever. And, I, and, the, and some of these that are Chinese with subtitles, the subtitles are so crappy that I wouldn't even bother. Yeah, I know. Them. That's what I was like looking around, too. So overall, I mean, I like this quite a bit. I'm going to give it a 7. Mm-hmm. Um, just a solid Me too. Kung Fu movie. Me too. Fun. I always like the when the female uh, is the is kind of yeah, like the, you know the, the one different. that beats people you know it's different all right that's it for this week we will be back next week with uh, i think i think we're going to just kind of do a, a a kung fu discussion next Potpourri. week yep yeah so we'll play some stuff so look listen for that we'll see y'all next week everyone <laughs>